Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome to Boo Bays. Boo Bays, that's right. We're your hosts. I'm uh, Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And today we're here to talk to you about a new horror film mm-hmm. that's <laughs> done well. Talk to me. Um, 2022 Australian supernatural horror film. Oh, it came out in 22? Yeah. Um, well, technically it did, but it got bought Overstored, by... Overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got bought it out, out by here. A24 and okay. then they distributed it um in 2023 mm -hmm. okay and it was directed by danny and michael philip i think that's how you say it philip philipu um and they're they were uh some youtubers basically who decided to take an idea and turn it into a whole film which is so it's based off of a short Mm -hmm. story or short movie short film Mm -hmm. kind of like lights out yeah Mm -hmm. um and yeah, it's pretty. Um, I mean, for you going to you from YouTube to a movie, it's pretty like it seems like pretty professionally like I don't know, like a full fledged director. You know yeah. what I mean? To film people who are used to doing films, um, but yeah, and to have some big faces in it too, for sure. Um, like the lady from uh, S- Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Um, and then I recognize like the the young actors and actresses but i couldn't quite place them and what i'd seen them in like jade like i know i've definitely seen her before oh yeah she did look familiar but i have no clue mm-hmm. who on on what she's been in yeah yeah but um yeah it's a uh, we have sophie wilde alexandra jensen joe bird um miranda otto who i was talking about and then um i really liked how um there were kind of to me, I guess it seems like fresh faces, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not overly used. Mm-hmm. With like people, people that we're familiar with. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, how would you describe it off the bat? It's pretty mm-hmm. much kind of like a new take on like a, like a Ouija board, spirit board type of situation. Yeah. Contacting yeah. the other side. Do it, definitely dabbling in things that they shouldn't be. Yeah. And yeah kind of like i watched the new exorcist mm. oh yeah it, i fell asleep oh no but was it bad no i think i was just really tired yeah <laughs> um but it seemed like it had to do with a pendulum 
instead of a Ouija board this mm -hmm. time and mm -hmm. contacting the spirits and then spirits going wrong. And so it's kind of all like, in that it's same. Not a, it's not a remake, is it? Or like, is it a, like a re just a different story? At all, yeah, it's a different totally? story altogether. Okay. It does have Reagan in it. Hmm. So it's like a continuation. Like and it like has Reagan and the mom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's they contact the mom to help. Because they're like, oh, you've been through this before. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that makes sense. Yeah. So it's definitely still the same universe. Um, it's just a new new age story mm -hmm. with Reagan being a full-fledged adult and everything. Reagan's in it wild. for like all of two seconds. But she's so, in it. But she's in yeah. it. Like yeah. full-fledged? Or like they just mention her? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. They mention her a few times. Mm -hmm. um, but she's in it for like, like I said, like two seconds. Yeah. With her actual body. Yeah. But they mention her more than that. That's wild. It was. That's pretty cool. Pretty. It but, was interesting. But yeah, this is essentially just kids getting possessed and yeah. tormented by spirits, um, not turning into full-fledged demons like the exorcist. Mm -hmm. But um, It's somewhere in between possession and like haunting almost in a way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is like they get possessed for a while, but it comes in and out. It's and like I, I they're think, conjuring spirits and then the spirits stick around. I think there's a lot left to be like explained. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like how it all even works and stuff. I know that there's already a sequel like in production or being produced, mm. not necessarily being filmed, but I think like it's this, the writing process and all that has started for it. That's cool. But um, hopefully it'd be interesting to learn more about the hand and like, where that all started from as opposed to just like maybe a different group of kids or something yeah or people mm -hmm. or to follow her and the the whatever the, the further yeah <laughs> essentially whatever she's in now the sunken place um do you feel like it stood up to the hype um whenever i first so i think whenever i first watched it i really liked it and upon my second watch i i don't know i'm not gonna say that i it almost was like i I liked it more the first time than I did the second time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I felt that I don't way feel about like, movies before. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, not to really like knock it or cut it down, um, but I definitely feel like the first time, for some reason, I felt... And I also watched it in the theater. I was by myself when I went to go watch it. Oh, fun. I um, think that I was just probably the setting and being by myself and watching it and getting spooked in the theater and having like that whole, you know, being surrounded by all of it, um, probably added to me getting creeped out by it. But I did when I watched it the first time thought like, okay, like I, it, it's a pretty, um, um, valiant take and effort on like putting a spin on like, you know, kind of the classic story of you know what we we're talking about yeah kids messing with things they shouldn't be messing with yeah um and i liked how kind of they also portrayed the hand as almost like a hit of dopamine like a drug almost when they were playing with it and messing mm -hmm. with it as opposed to just like a spirit board and people were like either spooked by it or like we want to do that again but i feel like they were doing it because for some reason contacting this other spirit world was releasing some maybe doing even something chemically within their body where they felt like it was like um, euphoric in a way. Yeah. I mean, because. Mm -hmm. uh, that's how she was describing it as well. Yeah. She described it as being like she felt like she was glowing and mm -hmm. was a passenger in her own body. It sounded like acid, like an acid trip. Yeah. Almost. Mm. 
that's what it felt like um but yeah um if we you want to dive right into it yep we we start and we have um basically a party going on and we have mr i forgot duckett's brother's name cole 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 yeah, is Cole's looking for his looking brother for duckett mm-hmm. which what kind of name is duckett sounds like bucket yeah duckett duckett or fuck it maybe yeah. his I don't it's like know. when my phone tries to autocorrect it, it sounds like right fucking it, uh-huh to ducking. to ducking it sounds like one of those little ducks from um huey louie dewey tells i don't know i feel like that's their cousin mm-hmm. Duckett. cousin Duckett. Yeah. um but we have him looking for his brother of course and then everybody's like your brother you know get him under control he's in jason's room or someone's room yeah uh, someone's room and, and the mom there's like a mom there at this party too was that a mom she looked like a mom she could have been a mom she looked it was a birthday party Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was a pretty bumping party yeah. for starts. It looked like professionally thrown. <laughs> and then she was like, I'm about to call the police if you don't get him under control mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then he goes and he knocks down the door and the other guy's like, fucking, you're knocking down my mom's door. My yeah. mom's door. My mom's. I could, maybe that's all they do it in Australia. Maybe they party with their kids. I don't know. Maybe. And so, yeah, he does end up breaking through that door and Duckett's in there and he doesn't sound that well. He's like talking to himself. Yeah. And his back's all covered in lacerations Mm -hmm. and he looks pretty roughed up. And he ends up, um, Cole ends up getting him and walking him out. And as soon as he gets him to like the crowd of people, everybody brings out their phones, of course, and starts recording him. And um, Cole does not take lightly to it. So he's yelling at everybody, trying to get everybody to put their phone up. But before he can even like, you know, catch his bearings or whatever, um, Duckett comes from behind. And you can hear him like grab a knife. You can hear the like. Yeah, you hear the little shink. And uh, just comes in. Yeah. stabs his brother right in the like heart or i don't know his lungs area probably killed him yeah. instantly no because cole comes like... into play later oh yes hello <laughs> that's a major part um it was his right side of his body Trying to throw you off so there. it was he stabbed him in the shoulder that's right yeah yeah um but then we have had it been the other side of his body yeah it probably would have been fatal his heart yeah. or an artery or something that was a pretty look like a big blade like a kitchen knife like full size scale like the what are those called not a butcher, but oh, mm-hmm. big cutting knife. Yeah, and uh, then Duckett goes out into the middle of the courtyard, backyard, where everyone's running around and freaking out, and just ends up unaliving himself. Stabs himself right in the face. Mm-hmm. E. Right, like in was would you say it was between the eyes or in the eye or something? Yeah, it was definitely in the eye. It went region. all the way through, right to the handle. Yeah. It's a lot of force. A lot of force. But yeah, and so we basically start the movie off that way because then we get a title card. Yeah, title card that looks like simple. it's been scratched into the mm-hmm. into the, the screen. film mm-hmm. screen. And it looks very similar to the writing that's upon the hand yeah. itself. Um, like scribbly almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, or like fingernails on a chalkboard almost or whatever. Or fingernails in a door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good call. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because uh, that comes into play later. And now, a word from our sponsors. We open up to our main actress, actor, 
um, Mia. Uh, yeah. Uh, on this one, on the steps, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, is this a funeral going on? It's. It was a remembrance, remembrance day. That's right. Um, because as we find out later, I thought it was a funeral or a wake of yeah. some sorts at first, but then as we find out later, it was her two-year anniversary of her mom's death. Mm -hmm. So they were having a little get together for her mom. Yeah, I guess that's what people do. I've never heard of that. Do people do that? Remember not that that packed. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It looked like a funeral because so many gave. people were there. See, and so I didn't know if it was a funeral, and like it was just like. Then whenever he's asking her here in a second, like her dad, he's like, "How are you doing today? How is it?" I just thought like maybe it was triggering or something for her. Yeah, I don't know, but that does make sense that it is the Remembrance Day, um, and we have. Like we said, um, her dad trying to talk to her. Um, and then he, um, isn't this the part where he's trying to talk to her and then um, the uh, the she's trying to wash the dishes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then she ends up getting a phone call from mm -hmm. Riley, who is basically her younger brother. Yeah. Um, and she needs to go. You can gather that she needs to go pick someone up. Mm -hmm. Um kind of right now and so the, she leaves they're really laying down as well that like these two her and her dad do not have a really good um relationship at the moment like the communication is very just much like um you know like i guess a teenager who doesn't want to talk to their parent yeah mm -hmm. yeah um, very standoffish mm -hmm. um and so she goes to pick up uh riley and we're introduced to riley who's with his friend james and you can tell that james is kind of like um the little bad influence type of friend that he hangs out with. And yeah, James was, I would smack that kid. He's selling cigarettes and they're watching some other kid on like Snapchat videos. Yeah. Who looks like, like he looks so elf. cringe. Yeah. And then Riley's like, he looks elfish. Yeah. And then James is like, what? Um, and so we have Riley popping up, um, kind of making fun at Riley. Oh no, Mia popping up, making fun of Riley, um, because she sees him with the cigarettes, um, offers James a ride, but he doesn't, um, he's just going to wait for his mom and they end up going home. We have this cute scene of us building like, um, their relationship where they're singing chandelier by Sia yeah, in the car. Scream singing it really fast. I want to go back to the you're a fucking fetus insult. Oh yeah. To that, Riley. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whenever he doesn't want to smoke the cigarette, which we can kind of tell too in that moment that Riley's a good kid yeah. and it doesn't want to get involved in things that maybe James is up to. Mm -hmm. And, but he just calls him he says, you're a fucking fetus. And that insult was, the weirdest insult i've ever heard <laughs> but i liked it yeah basically like a like a weenie like a chicken yeah yeah you're um, being a baby mm -hmm. and so uh we have them singing that song and then we end up coming upon a, upon a kangaroo that unfortunately i guess has been hit by someone else before them yeah. trying to cross the road and it's dying in front of their eyes and uh, yeah, Riley is telling her that they need to basically put it out of its misery. Mm -hmm. um, and so they attempt to, but Mia can't bring herself to run over it, um, which understandably. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. I, if I came across an animal on the road, I wouldn't be able to do that. Mm -hmm. and, so. and then um, Jade even says later on, like, why didn't you call the whatever yeah, number pca or yeah like which that. that would have been the best thing to do because even me like i would maybe even want to like well let me move it out of the road but then like you could hurt it more yeah you could it could 
kick or do something to hurt you and then you're both hurt you know yeah Yeah. so um yeah she should have called some sort of authority to come mm -hmm. take care of it one that specializes in things like that but so they don't they they just just leave it (laughs) yeah but that'll come back later um and so they get home we meet up um with riley's sister which is mia's friend jade um and they have this like you know riley is getting onto jade because she didn't pick him up and then she's like don't tell mom he's like i'm gonna tell mom their mom's not there and we have this little cute moment between um not a cute moment i guess we have riley trying to or mia trying to get jade's attention but she's on the phone not necessarily paying attention to her talking about her mom's remembrance day um and then we have her mentioning the kangaroo to jade and jade's still not paying her any attention yeah she's like not paying any attention at Mm -hmm. this point and um which mia brings up she's like can you pay attention to me yeah Um, which was i feel like a fair that whatever the other girl's name is Haley. Haley, yeah. Yeah. She's like, she's so clingy. And I'm like, yeah, maybe she's a little clingy. But also, if someone's right in front of you, I would rather you not be on your phone yeah. the whole time. That's pretty fucking rude. Yeah. So. And so she ends up um, getting Mia to pay attention to her for a little bit, but not long because then Daniel ends up calling, right? Yeah, Daniel calls and she's got the most god-awful ringtone. Mm-hmm. It's the crazy fog, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she ends up talking to Daniel. We then have him being like, oh, is that Mia? So um, she's like, yeah. And so she's like, I'm going to call you back later. And that's whenever they look up on the phone and they see that Haley, right? Her Snapchat is throwing that party or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was basically she wants to go yeah and she's asking jade to go yeah and And jade's pretty hesitant but Mm -hmm. mia's like please just do this for me for my mom's remembrance day like i I need to not think about that essentially um and so they end up she ends up agreeing and then i think this is whenever we have uh her getting she's gonna call back daniel so she's like give me five minutes and so then riley goes to hang oh i keep calling mia riley mia goes to hang out with riley um and she helps him with his homework apparently and then we have mom coming home and mom um is you know kind of talking to mia basically saying like i'm sorry that i didn't make it to your mom's remembrance day i couldn't get off of work um and we can see that from this interaction that mia and sue are like she's basically kind of like her second mom she's very much let mia like come and stay and be welcome in their home i guess as she's been having a hard time acclimating to the death of her mom which I would feel would probably be hard for any young person to go through. Um, and so she ends up what I, it's funny to me when Riley's doing his homework and she's yelling at him to get his shit off the table. Yeah. I'm just she like, gave him one second. Yeah. And then she yells at him again. And yeah. I'm like, and I would have been like, Oh yeah, good. You're doing your homework. <laughs> yeah. But we, we have that happen. And then quite immediately we have, after i guess i'm assuming they had dinner jade is asking her mom like she's going to bed uh and the mom is like oh i know you're gonna sneak out yada 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 and long story short who do we have sneaking out mia jade and riley yeah and they're they taking riley to the party because he's threatening to tell mom her mom that she forgot to pick him up yeah um, even and or at least tell him about them sneaking out yeah. and then she's like well mom basically already knows and they end up 
at this party. Mm-hmm. This is probably also, sorry, the most chill role. Miranda Otto is her name, mm-hmm. who plays um, the mom. Yeah. And it's probably the most chill role because in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, she's so uptight. Yeah. And then I recognize her from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Yeah. And um, not Arwen, but the other one. Yeah. Uh, the one who the other falls love in love with him, yeah. yeah. And, and he's like, nope, sorry, I am no elf. man. Yeah, and then she Rips kills off. the witch king. Yep. Mm. Um, I recognized her from that. I remember her name. And yeah. um, anyways, she not chill in there either. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she had I one of my favorite interactions throughout the whole movie is whenever she's coming to the kids and she's like, "What time's the party?" So, "What time's the party?" Oh, it's okay. Jay told me. Aon. Aon. Yeah, Aon. Um, and so she, I don't know. She was really, I, I liked that even if we didn't get her throughout the whole movie and she wasn't a main character, she, I liked her character a lot. Oh, yeah. I liked her character a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I think she did a fantastic job. She sold the worried mother and then, like, protective mother and then chill mom. Like, mm-hmm. so she was all of them. Cool mom, chill she mom, protective cool mom. mom. Like, mean girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have them arriving to the party and immediately like Haley's a dick. <laughs> yeah. Cause she's like, Oh, you're here. Oh, we're babysitting. And then poor fuck fucking, um, Mia. Mia just walks in and she just goes, fuck me. Yeah. And then is like later talking to Jade and is like, basically saying like why do you have, to, do you bring have to bring her she's, she's clingy. too clingy and yeah just being rude mm-hmm. as fuck she's like you know i can't stand her yeah and it's just like okay well she's here now so yeah. what are you gonna do about it and 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 also like Haley herself or himself themself i don't know them i yeah Haley. i'm just gonna say them because i could not get a for sure like what what, what we're going what's the vibe we're we're not affirming to gender we are which is all cool and great but nobody ever used pronouns they always kept saying just Haley the Mm -hmm. whole time with Haley. so oh and then joss was named jocelyn i feel like they did that on purpose like the her friend Haley's friend was named jocelyn but he was a guy yeah i've never met a boy named jocelyn but that actually kind of eats i like that yeah (laughs) kind of cool it's Um, like when boys are named ashley oh i've never met a boy ashley have i no i met a boy um leslie leslie i've met yeah. a leslie that's a boy i've met a leslie boy oh, too yeah wait there was another one too that i, I met. like those gender neutral names yeah it's pretty cool um or like charlie oh yeah that is but for some reason mine associates charlie with boy i guess because charles yeah but i guess charles can also like i want to meet a girl named charles she'd probably be really cool i still to this day wish that they would have named me because my dad is charles robert klein the third oh you could have been the fourth i could have been the fourth instead i just have initial crk still oh they did that on to, purpose yeah, yeah yeah yeah. keep the tradition-ish alive yeah yeah but at least on paper i wish i would have been named charlie that would have been cool mm-hmm. yep <laughs> he almost named me quadrophenia which is like a rush album or something quadrophenia yeah what would be your like nickname quaddy quaddy feeny feeny there's so many to choose from I like Feeny. Quadrophenia. Quadrophenia. Yeah. It's uh That's a, I mean honestly. Thank God dads weren't in control. Quadrophenia. It's weird because I I mean I like the name trigonometry. I think that name is just so cool. For a kid? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh. I was just telling Robert. We were just talking about this like two days ago, I think. It was really funny. I don't Call know. Call him Trig for short. Maybe. I don't know. But there and were other names too. Trig is. Um, but, right. But then there was, oh, there was a few other names too. But the, yeah, funny. Funny times. Um, We are at this party, of course. And Mia is not... Mia's kind of giving the, you know, the whole awkward kid, like kind of to herself. Everybody else is kind of mingling, talking. Nobody, and unfortunate for her, I mean, it's not like anybody's really going out their way to talk to her, anyways. Um, there's kind of this, I feel like probably a stigma around her, like, oh, it's, you know, Mia, the depressed kid whose mom died, mom died. two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she tried weird. to talk to someone and then they basically were just like, we're just hanging out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, don't talk to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Really rude. And so we have, um, what, Jade coming up to her, kind of talking to her a little bit. Then Daniel shows up finally, um, which we have this like already this whole time gotten um, cl- not clues, but hints and like things that like Mia and Daniel not necessarily had a thing, but like kind of kissed or dated at one point in the past. Like they're kids, though. So like, you know how kid relationships are. Because they got to be just like sophomores or something. They don't feel like seniors or anything just yet. Because Riley is definitely giving like 13-year-old vibes. So yeah. they're definitely like 15 or something like that. Yeah. 15, 16. That's what it gave. Um, But yeah, we have um all the kids now getting gathering around. And it's time for the the magic trick. The show and tell hour. Um, it did we, very much feel like show and tell. Yeah. And we have... um jocelyn and Haley introducing everyone to the hand uh that they pull out which basically just looks like um oh what are those things like that people like wax figure hands or like yeah, you know when you make a cast a of cast something. yeah there you go mm-hmm. yeah and they pull it out and it's covered in all this writing and mm-hmm. um it i feel like does it actually say talk to me on it i don't remember saying i was trying i never I, I read I something mm-hmm. from it, but I don't remember what it said now. I felt like maybe talk to me wasn't necessarily like the only words you could say and every type of way that you could. Because I did read another one that said like um, enter here or something like that. I don't know. Something kind of like that. Mm. But I never paused it, which I should have. Um, Just to really examine the hand. Because it had so much different like scribbling and writing on it. It did look like a cast, like your friend's cast. And everybody was like, yeah, Haley, Joshua. Yeah, sign whenever Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. sign a cast. Yeah. Yeah. But they're basically giving us the rundown on what can and cannot happen with this hand. Mm -hmm. And basically, we understand that you can't go longer than 90 seconds. You light the candle to open the door, blow it out to close it. Mm -hmm. um, And you have to tell it, talk to me. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see a spirit. Yeah. And then when you see it, you then have to say, I let you in in order for it to essentially possess you. Yep. Yeah. You're allowing this entity to enter your body. Which we all see through the course of Mia volunteering because they're asking, like, who wants to go first? And I think in a sort of, like, attempt to, you know, let me be the cool kid. Let me, you know, let me fit in. Um, She's like, I'll go first. And so they're all, like, down for it. Of course, they're hyping her up. And then as soon as she does say, talk to me, and she touches the hand, she sees a ghost um, or a spirit. I don't know if they're considered ghosts just because they're like in limb. I don't know. What makes a ghost a ghost and a spirit a spirit? Um, they kind of almost seem demonic at points, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them seemed definitely, at least they were not friendly spirits. They were malevolent. Yeah. Most of them were not mm-hmm. friendly 
even her mom didn't seem friendly oh no yeah which which i don't think was her mom the entire time yeah anyways i was definitely feeling like you're gonna play homegirl yep mm-hmm. they are playing on like her especially weaknesses. if they're able to imitate things like they imitate the dad later on and stuff yeah that has to be it wasn't her mom um but basically she sits down and she holds hands with mm-hmm. the hand and says the talk to me sees an old man spirit sitting across from her. Mm-hmm. And then she basically is like Spooked. freaks out mm-hmm. and lets go of the hand. So breaking the connection and is freaking out. And Jade is just like, stop playing around. And she's like, I swear to fuck, <laughs> like mm-hmm. this is actually happening um and then so they're basically everyone's egging her on to do it again Mm -hmm. and she does and this time this spirit's even more terrifying looking yeah she looks like she drowned or something and was like bubbles on her skin yeah from like water what's the word bloating Mm -hmm. what's the word when like people are in the not the but like decomposition from water i guess i don't know i feel like there's a term for it but yeah and she's like waterlogged and Mm mm-hmm stuff like that and uh and it's you know it's not her mom because you hear water gurgling with her mom mm-hmm. later on throughout the whole movie yeah yeah there's a lot of things tying in water as well like it's, it's kind of there's a few times that it's raining as well mm-hmm. a lot throughout the film um and like you said those times when we can hear it in the background and the sound effects and she sees this ghost woman water lady and then she says let i let you in and we see her like fling her body back and then she comes back up and her eyes are um pitch black yeah um got them black contacts in mm -hmm. which also to me gave like not ghost vibes but also demon vibes i was like this seems a lot darker than just like spirits um and um immediately too like your face anytime someone gets possessed like their face like gets i don't know what's the word it looks like they're their veins decaying, and decaying yeah Almost. like their veins are more present and visible yeah um, the like around their mouth mm-hmm. starts discoloring and their eyes and stuff like basically i think it's from them being choked too That's so true. it's like a lack of yeah oxygen oxygen getting to them and they're mm-hmm. yeah like choking out yeah um so she's possessed and this lady basically comes to after like maniacally laughing with everyone and starts looking at riley air oh yeah right and then works her way to riley but is like there he is and then he's like oh he likes you yeah he likes you pretty boy he's behind you now yeah he's behind you he'll split you and then she says, run, run, run mm-hmm. a and thousand they, times. And, and then they can't get it off. And then finally they are able, Joss and um, Haley are able to pull it off of uh, Miss Mia. And it went over 90 seconds, yep. which was one of the, Rules. was like the first rule when we broke it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we know that something's bad is yeah. going to happen. I and, did, and poor I think... Riley was so freaked out. He was like crying. Oh, Yeah. I would be too. Uh, I mean, that's pretty freaky because even like that door opened and oh, I love yeah, how whenever the door, I love how whenever the door opened, like I love how the kids are like, you could visibly see like they all did a good job of like, oh, we're freaked and out for their real. phones. Yeah. To the door as <laughs> Which well. Which is good commentary on like today because that's yeah. what everybody does is let's record it. Um, which I mean, honestly, please record it. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> like I need proof. I need to also see it as well. Um, and so we have 
you know, as they take Mia away from the hand. And immediately, though, she does come back to, like, herself. And then they're like, how how was that? And she was like, it was amazing. Um, and so. Basically just like that. Mm-hmm, and they're all like, woo. And so <laughs> we have uh, now back at home, Riley, who can't sleep because he was so spooked um, by what happened with the hand. And so he goes to Jade, who's a fucking bitch. And, which, I mean, I guess I get. I don't my, yeah, I feel like siblings would probably be like that at that age. Like, no, go sleep in your own room, baby. Um, so she shuns him away and he leaves without closing the door. And then he goes and finds comfort with uh, Mia, who's in the living room, I guess, on a pull-out couch, pull-out bed. Yeah, um, upstairs. Mm-hmm. And um, they have axolotls. Yeah, it's pretty that cute. That was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, Like three of them yeah. in the tank. I wonder if they fight. Yeah. They're probably docile. Probably. Probably They're cute. too squishy. They're cute. Um, but yeah, Riley has to sleep with uh, Mia, yeah. and it goes up there, and she's like, doesn't she even say, like, what a bitch? Yeah, she's about, like, oh, what a bitch. Yeah. Oh, she's a bitch. Such a bitch, yeah. And then um, we have him asking, and then she's like, it's your house, bro. And so, you know, he goes and gets next to her. But I love how immediately what he was like. How'd your mom die? Yeah. <laughs> Like he just like goes there and she's like, Oh, you know, and he's like, uh, only bits. Um Oh, and right before that he does she she's talking with him and she's like, you know, oh, you worried you're gonna have nightmares. About and the he hands, says yeah. I, don't I don't get nightmares and she goes, Oh well I do. Mm-hmm. I have a reoccurring nightmare where I basically wake up and go through things, but then my reflection is gone. Mm-hmm. And that, that's when we get to the ask going about how was the hand. That's right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and she says, like, you know, that she's worried about being, like, nothing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he asks how the hand was, and she says, I felt like I was glowing, but I was, uh, like, I could see, hear, and feel everything, but it was like I was in the passenger seat. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Riley does just go, how'd your mom die? Mm -hmm. And then she's like, you know. And he says, only bits. I only know a little bit. Probably because he was too young to let know. Mm -hmm. They didn't probably give him all the information. Yeah. Um, That apparently she took too many sleeping pills. um, By accident. Quote, unquote, accident. And whenever her dad tried to open the door the next morning, her mom was slumped over the door on the other side. So he couldn't get through. And whenever he did get through, unfortunately, you know, I'm assuming she died in the middle of the night and, um, pulls her body out. I'm assuming Mia witnessed all of this and just sees her mom laying there dead on the floor as he's crying over her. And she also mentions that, you know, she tried to get help because her fingernails had like blood on them and were like, you know, chipped back the nails and there were scratches on the door yeah um so to her and i'm assuming maybe she was told this information i don't know if she necessarily saw that information i don't know or maybe the door does have scratches on it and she's seen that for herself yeah maybe Um, but it could be that her mom did very well because there we find out later there is a note did plan it but then mid it happening was like regretted, uh, regretted it. it and yeah. like tried to stop it from happening yeah definitely a possibility uh-huh. um and then they keep on talking and he was like you got depressed afterwards jade said you got depressed afterwards mm-hmm. and she was like yeah i just felt alone mm-hmm. and then she says i don't feel alone anymore yeah and i was like Ooh, Ooh yeah same that's 
that's making suspicion that that's because of the ghost. Yep. Uh, and I love how Riley, even though, and Riley, I like how we get an even more like building of the, what the dynamic is already before the movie started, that they are kind of more close and like family because he's like, well, you'll never be alone, silly, because you have me and you have Jake. Yeah. So, you'll always have us. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can tell that this family has embraced her fully at this point. Um, but yeah, it's the next day and Daniel, um, really wants to try the hand. So we have, um, Miss Jade and Mia going up to Haley, talking to her. Haley's still a dick. Can we talk about Mm -hmm. whenever she took the phone out of his hand? And stuff. Oh, and, uh, and then took that's the right. Butt out. <laughs> and then another creepy hand touched him. Yeah, that him. creepy hand that's came true. in and patted his little head. And I was yeah. like, Ugh. and it looked very creepy. Yeah, it looked, it like... looked like it had writing on it, or or mm-hmm. like it was covered in boils. Yeah, and blisters. Like I couldn't tell, um, because we don't see obviously whose hand it is, but it did definitely look like maybe the man that the lady was talking about. Yeah from the interaction earlier that's what i thought like oh that's got to be whoever she was talking about whatever spirit yeah and now it's clung to him followed them home it was creepy that um, was a nasty looking hand though and would not want it touching <laughs> me and we have um so that next day they Haley agrees and he's like you know i'll be over at your house at 11 or 10 tonight they basically have an hour to be together um because he's got to go or she they ah anyways they have a party to go to at 11 and jade's mom leaves at nine or something like that so anyways it's now we're at home um we have daniel showing up at the door and that's whenever sue is like oh no 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 goes to the kids and is like why is daniel here i swear to god if you're throwing a party like and then we have her kind of interrogating everybody and um asking riley asking james asking She's the like, girls again. I swear again. to God, if there's a party here, or, or if you drink, I'll punch you in the face. Yeah, on God. She was like, on God. Which cracked me up. <laughs> and then um, she goes back over to me, and she's like, if you if there's a party here tonight, you're never invited ever again, effective immediately. And Mia's just like, okay. Like, everybody's like, okay, there's no party. Yeah. And I mean, truthfully, they were telling the truth. Only two friends were coming over. Um, and she ends up leaving, going from work, to work and then that's whenever we have Haley and Joss coming back over um and whenever they're getting things set up I think is it me or Jade I think I'm pretty sure it's Mia that's when she starts asking like you know where did y'all even like you know where did this hand come from like where what's the origin and he starts bringing up his friend Duckett who we already saw at the beginning of the film yeah um and how he got it from Duckett and he didn't buy it or anything it was just given to him because Duckett said that he no longer Oh, no, that's a little bit later. But anyways, he's just, you know, says he gets it from them. Uh, but then we start getting into, like, the superstition, or not superstition, but, like, the lore, because there's not really yeah. a solid story of, like, it It belonged to a the medium from back in the day. medium that's been cut off and embalmed mm-hmm. and stuff. Or then it was the hand of a Satanist, mm-hmm. something. So. And his other hand is out there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Which could be a thing as well. It could be what we saw at the end. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, honestly. Yeah. I didn't think it was the same hand. Made it all the way to Greece. Mm-hmm. I think they were speaking. It said Greek. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I think it was another version of it or another, the other side of it. Yeah. Oh, what would happen if you made them? Maybe you close the door if you make them touch each other. And then it explodes. That'd be the sickest ending to a film. To a soup to a ghost film because that's no, how actually we just called it. That's how the second one's gonna end. Why are there never explosions in ghost movies? 
why is there never an action ghost movie? Like, yeah. I love action movies, honestly. You get a ghost walking away with giant flames is behind this, it. Is it's that what Ghost Rider ghost. is? We're explaining Ghost Rider, yeah. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I need a third uh, Ghost Rider film, Nicholas Cage. Come on, make it happen. Um, and so we have, um, yeah, all of that. But there's basically no real, you know, explanation for it. Um, but at this point, we do have them getting ready. And we have Daniel trying to do the whole thing and so whenever he does do it though unfortunately um it does look at first like it's going wrong because he's just choking but then he finally comes to and it's a sexual deviant spirit yeah <laughs> that it looks at poor jade oh yeah looks right jade in the eye and it says he hates it when you touch him it makes him soft mm-hmm. and it's like oh damn that's pretty barbaric And even Haley's like, man, this spirit's a cunt. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And so we have um, then Daniel looking at Mia and like moaning and like making these licking his lips noises, um, very sexual and touching himself, not just touching his chest and stuff like yeah rubbing yeah. on his chest and then and then falling over and then like humping the floor humping the ground yeah and then the dog comes cookie comes to like lick him and he's making out with the dog and they're which, at this point all laughing at him and recording him which i thought was a bit shitty um but you know kids will be kids i guess i don't know um and poor- i would have been like my poor dog yeah i'm gonna grab my dog away <laughs> i would have pulled pulled them away i don't know that's like i mean for everybody i feel like that was a bit like oh dang maybe we should stop this because he's obviously i mean he's not doing it because he wants to do it out of his yeah. own volition. like to me it almost felt like dang this is not daniel is not giving consent right now this feels like sa yeah like from the ghost you know's perspective but anyways we do have um uh, them pulling him apart from the hand. And of course he's embarrassed and he's just like untie me and runs off because nobody wants to delete the footage. Um, and then immediately we have nobody caring and Mia just being like, okay, my turn, get my the, time. get the perv dog out and yeah, let's get go. Your thought dog out yeah. and, and let's go. Um, and no even, cameras, even she um, says. uh, What's her name? Jade even stays in there. She doesn't even run after him to like check up on him. Yeah. She just stays in there. She's like, okay. And probably your feelings were hurt. Probably. And then we have a, like a montage basically of them all partaking in the hand. And um, then the poor dog outside mm-hmm. just whimpering. Yeah. Being like, mm-hmm. and let me back in. Yeah. And <laughs> right. And then at this, he, they should let the dog touch the hand. Um, and oh, then, no. And then at, throughout this whole montage, it, this is where we get that kind of like, it seems like the touching the hand. talking and it's like, <laughs> dog demons. Could you imagine a dog ghost? There's probably so many dog ghosts out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I literally, oh, yeah. Just yesterday I was driving and I saw a doggy on the side of like, the sidewalk and I thought like maybe it was, oh, it's so, is it laying? Is it sleeping? And then I came up to a stop sign and I was close to it and it was just like around down over there and I was just like, whistling to it and it was not responding poor thing was, was dead. dead yeah oh god yeah That's it was like sad. a little pit something Aww. it was cute poor thing it looked poor baby it looked and probably it's probably like a two or three year old doggy um but yeah we have um the, looking like every time that they touch the hand it's like kind of like a hit of a drug like they look like they're enjoying it they look yeah we obviously get like you know all it's the different spirits talking through them it's a rush because they're like the guys are like pounding their chest and they're like making all these faces and then whenever they get off of it even joss was doing this weird like 
like twitching, tweaking type of thing yeah. in a way. Um, and so you could tell that like they're getting more than just like um, it, it's 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 doing something more for them more than just like speaking to the ghosts because I feel like they're not even at this point doing it really to like speak with the spirits. They're doing it more for like the feeling, and because yeah. I guess they you know think it's fun and they're making, they're making each other laugh. Um, I guess at this point, nothing bad has happened just yet, but it's about to, because, um, we have, um, freaking Riley, Riley. Yeah. Asking to to take a turn. Yeah. Well, Well, James and and James, yeah. yeah, James sits down first and they're like, absolutely not. You're not going to do that. And Jade, Jade, especially. Yeah. Jade Jade is kind of the leader on that. It's like, you're not, he was like, you're not 18. Like you're not the boss of me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you're not 15. Yeah. So get out. Yeah. You get can't out. do this. Um, and I mean, rightfully so she's just being like a, you know, good older sister trying to protect him. Cause obviously even her, she just kind of like at the beginning was like, we shouldn't, don't, I don't want to do that. Don't do that. But did she even do it? I honestly, I don't even I don't think, think I saw she her. Did. No, she never yeah. did. I think yeah. she's just a bystander in this, and yeah. it was like, no, this is. She's the only logical one. Yeah, who's like, no, this thank you. I don't want to get possessed by a ghost. Yeah, I'd like to be in control of my body. Yeah, um, which this could all also be like metaphors for drug use, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just literally your friends making you do yeah. heroin, and she's just like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll be, I'll be fine without the trip. I'll watch. Um, and so, anyways, we do have all of that happening, and then Riley is like, I want to turn. There's kind of a little spat that happens between brother and sister, and she ends up leaving the room. He's and like, I hate you. He convinces Mia to be like, what about 60 seconds? And she's like, okay, 50. So she lets him do it for 50 seconds, uh, which we have him touch the hand, and he's like, whoa. And they're like, just okay, just say let you in, or I let you in, which he does. And it takes effect. And immediately we're like, oh crap, because this is not just any regular spirit. This is Mi's mom because it starts yeah. directly referencing her and calls her a, like a nickname that only I guess she would know or be called by from her mom. And I could tell, could you tell right from the moment he panicked and glanced at Mia? I was like, it's oh, her he mom. knows, he recognizes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. this is gonna be her mom. Um, and, and it is. It was. Yeah. Yep. And she's, she's basically out. saying, like. You know, it was an accident. I would have never intentionally meant to leave you. Yeah. And then she's saying, like, I'm so proud of you and I love you and I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to hurt the both of you kind mm-hmm. of thing. And um, she basically stops it or stops them from allowing him to stop. Yeah, because it's gone over 50 seconds at this point. Yeah. And she's like, don't break the connection, please. It's, it's my, my mom. mom. And so she allows it to go further until further is too long. And it's now way past over the 90 seconds. Yeah, it's been like two minutes, mm -hmm. they said later on. And we have poor Riley, like, you know, the mom is still talking through him. But at this point, it even sounds like that water spirit, like now choking on water. Because she's like, I got, got, got. And then just gurgling and... He just slams his head on the table in front of him and yeah. then Ooh. continues and the to do it. Immediately pouring gets down on the table on and his then face. he starts pulling out his eyeball. Yeah. And What's with the, both of the movies that we watched? With eyeballs? Yeah. And with goriness. eyeballs. <laughs> um, and so we have 
all of this happening, he's it's really kind of quite terrifying as he starts attacking himself and they're trying to take the hand off, but they cannot get it off of him. And he ends up like flying across the room with the chair. And then like at that point, I thought, oh, my God, this boy is going to go through the window. But thankfully, he doesn't. I don't know if this is even weren't any better, though, but he starts like beating his head in on the counter on the Ugh, dresser in the corner. And of... then poor Jade comes in to try to stop him. And she like gets her hand fucking smashed Broken by his, um, with his head. Mm-hmm. So you got to know that's a lot of force there. And, you know, they're they're trying to get the hand off him. And at this point, um, I believe they do. But like through all of this, they're freaking out. Daniel's got to call 911. They're like, oh, my God. And then, of course, Mia's having a moment because she just like had her mom, quote unquote, talk to her. And so she's like in this kind of state of disbelief as she's cleaning herself up. And then the cops are talking to them. And then Jade has to call her mom, which obviously any mom would be like, what the fuck? Because she's like, he smashed his face in. And she's like, what do you mean? How How is he just going to smash? What, do you what mean? led to what the smashing of his about? face in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she did such a good job playing that. That phone call seemed like you could. It was very genuine. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. The shock of mm-hmm. the initial hearing your child's in the hospital and yeah. then like trying to figure out what happened exactly mm-hmm. to him and stuff. They did. She did a great job. Yeah. Explaining that. And honestly, Jade's actress did as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she was pretty good throughout the whole film as well. Mm-hmm. And showing her um, range of like emotion and then also like the whole spat between her and um mia later on but um yeah we have i guess at some point mia's dad got called she's you know been picked up she's went gone home with her dad um and her her dad or like you know he's like are you gonna tell me what's going on what did you what did did you give him anything and she's like we didn't we weren't doing anything and then she's like but you know what you haven't been completely honest with me about mom have you there's something you're not telling me and then it's very cryptic and he just like stays silent and she's like okay yeah and goes to her bedroom and then decides i guess to call an uber and goes back to the hospital to yeah. check up on riley and um kind of not the best parent award for dad also throughout this whole film because i'm just like why is your daughter never home but okay yeah I get it. um and yeah she shows up at the hospital um obviously jade is not happy that she's there because she's kind of mad at mia right now she's basically blaming mia um and then we have mia going into the room or not at the room but by the window and then the mom seeing her so sue comes out and then starts yelling at mia and it's like basically if you ever come here again i'm gonna call the cops this is your fault like i can't believe you would do this and she's like i didn't hurt him and obviously sue doesn't believe her because i mean there's at this point not been too much of an explanation so her only dots are like well mia must have done something or he must have taken something to do this to himself yeah i was a little bit like why is the mom blaming mia like this i mean Mm -hmm. it is mia's fault but also it's well she was kind of mad both of them fault too true for uh, wanting to but she doesn't she doesn't doesn't know know what happened yeah she doesn't she doesn't connect those dots yeah um we also saw that Mia took the hand. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. She took the hand home. Mm-hmm. Um, but as she is standing there in the hospital, she starts seeing her mom, her mom, mm-hmm. mom, her mom. again. Um, she's seeing her everywhere. She saw her at the house whenever she oh, that's was right. yeah, going. Washing herself off, right? Yeah. After she got done doing that and talking with the police, she sees her mom through the glass door 
kind of standing there. And of mm-hmm. course, it's like a beveled glass, so you can't actually see her, but you can tell it's her mom's silhouette. Mm-hmm. And then she sees her mom in the reflection in the window of one of the office or not offices, but little rooms, yeah, a hospital room. And she then follows the spirit and goes and follows it into a bathroom. And in this bathroom, we start hearing the door slam shut mm-hmm. and basically kind of reenacting the moment that her dad couldn't open up the bedroom door. Yeah. Essentially. But with and Mia, the door slam shut. And then she is trying to get inside the door. Cause you, she starts hearing this scratching on it mm-hmm. and stuff too. And so she's like trying to open the door cause she realizes it's her mom mm-hmm. and is like, mom, mom, and trying to get in and then finally gets in. And there's of course no one there on the other side, which was really, kind of spooky yeah um and and then at this point that's whenever um we have her getting spooked and going out of the bathroom and then she runs into daniel who sees her like all totally freaked out and so like she runs away from him and into the stairway and he's like hey like are you okay like what's going on and she doesn't really say anything but then we cut to them and the vehicle and he's giving her a ride home And he's explaining to her how, like, you know, he told his parents that he was at a cousin's house. And because he's over the age of 18, the police did not call his parents to let them know what had happened. So he can't go home or else they'll know something that is is up. So she suggests that he go and stay with her at at her place. Yeah. Um, And there's a whole bunch of weird sexual tension between them, like, the whole time. Mm -hmm. Especially once they get into her house Mm -hmm. and you can see the little car of Daniel plus Mia inside a Forever, heart. Yeah. Yeah. It gives that there was definitely probably more than just a kiss or like them holding hands. Like what Jade said yeah. It's probably what they told her because they didn't want Jade to know the truth. Like maybe there was something a little deeper or something Yeah, just to like spare her feelings or something. Um, and so then we have them having that moment together and um, they start like putting their hands together, which then I'm like, Oh boy, this is getting very, Y'all are getting way too close. Yeah. Like, y'all are about to cross some lines. If yeah. Do not stop, which I think they both are kind of, like, aware of. And then they both have to pull away and be like, okay, it's time to go to bed. Like, Yeah, because, mm-hmm. well, I felt like Mia didn't want to pull away. Oh, no. Yeah. It it's definitely like, more Daniel. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then she had mentioned how she could feel his heart beat through his fingertips the only time they ever held hands. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. then... Sorry, that distracted me. It's okay. Um, oh, whenever they held hands, he could, sh- she could feel his fingerprints, not f- through his heartbeat through his fingertips. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like his heart was racing again whenever they were touching hands, and she could feel it again. Yeah. And I think because I think because he is sexually attracted to her and mm-hmm. not Jade. oh, and not Jade, yeah, yeah, just like the ghost said. Because mm-hmm. the ghost was making the moaning sounds and stuff at at Jade, Jade, yeah. yeah, and it feels like he's definitely like restricting himself to I don't know whatever hangups he has or whatever is going on. You know, he's a good Christian boy, as whatever Jade said mm-hmm. at the beginning. Um, but he ends up, um, you know, pulling away. They end up going to bed, and that's whenever we have Miss, um, 
Mia end up falling asleep eventually uh, um, yeah. after watching like Snapchat videos, right? Yeah, Snapchat memories going through with like her mom and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And she, as she's going to sleep, she like inches closer to Daniel trying to touch him while yeah. sleeping. They're sleeping like opposite of one another. Foot yeah, foot to head. And she like, you know, puts her forearm against his calf and then touches his forearm with her feet and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. gets as close to him as like physically possible um, without waking him up and she then wakes up in a dream yeah and is kissing daniel in this dream and smoochy smoochy dream yep and then they're like kind of getting into it um unfortunately not just a wet dream because she's hearing like the whole again which kind of plays throughout the movie a reenactment of her dad like pulling her mom out of the bedroom yeah um, when she was found after her suicide unalived self and we have um um basically all this happening and then we have her coming to uh, her hands then turned into being bloodied with wood under her fingers which i feel like is a I don't know, kind of maybe she's done. She feels guilty or something like that. Mm. And it's come into haunt her. Yeah. Uh huh. Because then she, she wakes up from this dream state, which we think she's waking up from a dream state. And she sees this weird ass old white lady in the corner. Yeah. She hears humming. Mm -hmm. And at first you don't see her, but then it kind of eventually settles the camera settles on the corner of the room and Mm -hmm. then you can tell that something's in the corner but you it's playing the tricks on your eyes like the movie's just dark enough to where it's like is that a weird pile of clothes that looks like a human Mm -hmm. or is it just a weird pile of clothes and then it moves yeah and you're like oh no fuck that's a that's a human and it comes closer to her, looking at her all oddly and weirdly. And then it ends up doing this like weird dash all the way up to Daniel's feet and starts like her eyes go back into them, rolls up to her head and starts sucking on Daniel's feet. Yeah. Just starts going ham and Mia's, putting like um, past the knuckle. Oh, yeah. Into and her mouth. Mia's freaking out. Really going course, for it. And she's trying to wake up Daniel. And then she like finally Daniel wakes up. But when he looks down at his feet, it is not a ghost lady. It is Mia who is sucking his feet. With her eyes rolled back into mm-hmm. her head and she looks like possessed. Yeah. I would have, if I was Daniel in that moment, I mean, of course he's just woken up from sleep, so he's probably really groggy, but I would have been like, what the fuck? You mm-hmm. look possessed. It was, but it was dark in the room. Yeah. So I don't know if he necessarily could have seen that. Her eyes look gigantic mm-hmm. though. I, and they were really white. I feel like what he woke up to was just like, Oh no, why the fuck is Mia sucking yeah, my toes? No, I and agree. Then, but... And then especially after maybe like the weird sexual tension energy earlier. Um, but yeah, I agree with you though. Obviously, you know, she wasn't herself. And I think like a better person who knows someone else would have been like, I know that's not you. Like yeah. you, what do you like what's going on? But because he ends up being like, you know, like, uh, like fuck off. Like I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna leave. And she's like trying to get him to stop. And he's like, No, I'm leaving. This is crazy. You're crazy. Um, which also I'm like, how did the dad not wake up? But okay. Yeah. I was like, how did the dad not know that there's a boy, boy in, the house. in the house too? Yeah. But she ends up like freaking out a little bit and then come like she's in a room and she's like slaps herself. And then after slapping herself, she's like, okay, you know what? Time to pull out the hand. And lights the candle on mm-hmm. her own and starts having conversations with her mom. 
Yeah. She doesn't invite her in, but she does says at least the talk to me. Yeah. And it's her mom sitting across from her and her mom's like saying, you know, like, no, I didn't, you know, I didn't do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. I love you and I would never, ever want to leave you. Yeah. Um, and that and, Riley needs help. Yeah. And then she says, Mia, Riley needs help. Mm-hmm. And then you see them going and cuddling into bed together. Mm-hmm. With the ghost just cradling Mia yeah. Pretty as they sleep, which was like, ugh, it's yeah. not your mom. Also, her face still looked so creepy. Yeah, and you can see throughout the movie visibly, like her face every time we do see her is getting worse and worse, um, like reverting back to maybe the other ghost that we think that it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's now um, the next day, and we have, or I don't know, it could be even just right now, same time, but we have um, Sue and jade bathing riley and jade uh sorry sue gets this call from their father so she goes to take the call and whenever we have riley left alone with jade she's trying to talk to him get him to come back too which he does for like a little bit but whenever he does he ends up biting her in the hand and i love how she like throws him off the chair yeah (laughs) because of course i mean he's biting her yeah she it was a knee-jerk reaction yeah but he goes off and then he starts like banging his head into the back of the ceramic tile on the wall and and, shattering the tile oh yeah which was like damn he's hitting it really hard and that's whenever she's screaming for help the nurse comes in they obviously they don't know what's going on with him so it just kind of seems like a um and it's so creepy the way he starts lapping up the blood like he's like a cat or something Mm -hmm. it's just like and we see the blood draining into the drain which i thought was a pretty cool shot yeah that's always a good classic horror movie shot and then uh we have them um then the gang meeting up because now they need to talk about what what's going on. And then Mia asks them, like, have y'all been seeing stuff still? Because I have. And just basically, like, word vomits everything she's been seeing and what's been happening to her. And that's whenever we get Jocelyn bringing up Duckett and talking yeah, about how this he this is got where it. we get that he got it from Duckett mm-hmm. and that they need to go talk to Cole, Duckett's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're going to talk to Cole. They meet him at, they kind of ambush him at a bus station. Honestly. And um, And he's like, what the fuck? And then he doesn't give them any information really. And then they have to go onto the bus. Lord knows where they're even going. And then they just follow him and have a conversation with him and basically explaining like this, the details of the situation, um, to I guess reach his humanity. And then he's basically just like, though, like you Uh, let a kid do it. You're, you're, are you stupid? Like. Y'all were stupid enough to do it yourselves, but a kid. And to let him go for two minutes, like, yeah, no, and y'all, then, and what he's have y'all done? He's basically just like, y'all are stupid, y'all are fucked. There's yeah. nothing, that, there's, he has no information for them. He's just like, sorry. Like, My brother's dead. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're like, damn. So that then sparks a fight between Mia and Jade, um, who's Jade is a little savage. And it's just like, I wish you would never like have latched yourself on. Forced your way into our family. family. And then we have Mia not necessarily reacting, still on topic like, well, now what if we didn't blow out the candle in time or do it right? Like, let's connect Riley again and blow out the candle this time. And of course, everybody's reaction is like, you want to do what with him again? Like the thing that killed him. But she's basically kind of desperate at this point. Yeah. And she's like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't. It does. They basically have nothing to lose. Yeah. And they take the hand and they go to Riley and they try to make it happen again. Um, And essentially, 
um it's not necessarily working at first because also the way she's like talk to him like, like yeah it's not how it he works can't, boo. he can't talk he, has he can't talk too. for himself yeah he's intubated and, and we have this little girl pop up little ghost girl once Mia decides to try it herself mm -hmm. and she says, maybe I can talk to him. Yeah. And she holds the hand and says, Riley, talk to me. And this little girl pops up and she says, like, is Mia's asking, is Riley here? Is mm -hmm. like, can I speak to him? And the little girls like kind of nods her head. Yes. And she's like, I can take you to him. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we're in this like, it basically what I imagine hell would have to look like. Yeah. Poor Riley's just being like ripped apart by Tortured. individuals. And it's just like, a, like an orgy kind of thing Looking, of like uh, people just like wanting to probably get inside his body. Yeah. They're just like prying and all trying to get towards him. And yeah. he's just getting torn, like not literally torn limb from limb, but no, he's just getting, he's pulled. getting pulled from yeah. every direction. And so she obviously is like, whoa, this is a lot. She like gets out of that state. And as they pull the hand off of her and then, you know, Daniel's trying to like comfort her and she's like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. And is basically explaining to them, like they have him and they're never going to let go. And they're going to keep torturing him forever and ever and ever. And like and it was pushes so the weird hand away. How, um, she didn't say I let you in, but the little girl did. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. I yeah. thought as well. I was and like, oh, we could do a reverse got into the this area, that area area where mm -hmm. Riley was. Yeah, which I was like, damn. Yeah, and so after all of this happening, we then have um, Mia going home, and she ends up having this conversation with her dad because her dad's like, I should have shared this with you a long time ago, and it's basically her mother's suicide note, um, kind of explaining that like you know she did that on purpose and she didn't it's all it's going in contrast to what the ghost has been telling her because then she's like not buying it and she's like I, she's having a freak out moment she goes to her room and then this is when the ghost who's imitating her mom is being like he's lying i didn't it's do that not your dad that is not your dad it's um, the ghost impersonating him it's, it's not funny because it's coming from what is it the pot calling the kettle black yeah mm-hmm and so then we do have a fake impersonation of dad, like screaming at the door. And to the mom in. does warn her. She was like, "This, they're but, impersonating, imitating your dad and mm -hmm. he's going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's what he does. He yeah. busts through the door and starts attacking her. Just like is like choking her. But at the same time, stuff. we have real dad like kind of hearing the commotion upstairs. Because yeah. there's a visible like the ghost obviously can't be seen. But she's like, I guess, getting thrown around invisibly through the room. So he can hear that. So he goes up there trying to save her. But the door is locked. So once again, kind of like a mom in her situation. Yeah, I'm sure he feels very helpless. I'm sure he's and, feeling triggered as fuck right now. Yeah, trying to get through. And he eventually does get through, sees her on the floor. getting yeah. like, Invisibly attacked. Mia just writhing. And she grabs and the scissors just in time to stab dad in the neck. So unfortunate. And yeah, she and stabs she was, her real dad. And I mean, immediately is like, oh, fuck. Because she's like, this is my real dad. Damn. And then just leaves him. Yeah. She because does. I think at this point, she's broken. I think at this point, she's like, no longer Mia. Yeah. That we know. Yeah. Um, was the last straw but she calls jade mm -hmm. and is like come to my house i know what we can do to fix riley mm -hmm. basically um but then we see as jade gets into her car to leave 
Riley's at the hospital. Yeah. yeah, Mia's at the hospital. Jade takes some convincing to get away, but then finally she's like, I'll be there in 10. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we see that Mia's at the hospital and she's there so she can kill Riley. She's got the same scissors that she just stabbed her dad with Mm -hmm. in her back pocket. But thank God mom comes in just in time. And starts to talk to her. Yeah. And they have this little heart to heart moment. She's like, I never meant to, you know, say that to you. Like, I was just upset in the moment. And she's stressed out. I know that you're actually, you know, like family and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Stuff like that. And so then that's whenever Mia's like, you know what? We are. Can I have a moment alone with Riley? (laughs) Yeah. And so, and especially because then her mom's like, I know you would never hurt him. And then immediately, what is she going to do? I'm going to try to kill him. Going to try to kill him. So she does ask for that moment and she can't bring herself to stab him because she also sees this old man that's taking his place and he's basically taunting Mia. Yeah. He's like, you found me. And then she's like, he's like, you can't take him. Yeah. Um, we have him. We have him. He's ours mm-hmm. forever now. Blah. And so she can't bring herself to stab him. But at the same time, obviously, Jade is getting back to her house. And she's like, you know, honking at the horn. She's trying to get in. She does get in. And that's whenever she's like, she sees the hand. And then she's like, huh. And then she goes upstairs and she sees that the dad has been stabbed. But at the same time, you know, Mia's trying to kill what's his face, but then can't. But then she sees this like flashback of the kangaroo kangaroo. yeah and it leads her to think of going to the road and so to put riley out of his misery mm -hmm. because riley is just like this little baby kangaroo now at that point and so she ends up taking him out and the mom comes back she's freaking out like where's my baby and then jade gives the mom a call Oh, well, she already gave the call and then Sue's like, where's my baby? But then Jade thankfully gets back to the hospital just in time to see Riley like going towards the highway. And so she runs after them. And we have this whole moment with Riley. I mean, with right between Riley being in the wheelchair and Mia holding him. And she's kind of having this contemplative moment of like wanting to push him into oncoming traffic. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, though, I, I'm pretty sure that as she's coming to... um notice that the spirit behind her who is still portraying her mom is like we're gonna take care of him like it's okay this is the right thing to do he'll be ours forever i feel like at that moment that's when she realized like oh shit i don't think this is the right thing the right thing to do yeah she lets go this is what i think because it kind of can be left up to your interpretation because it could also be like jade could have came up and like pushed her and saved. i kind of feel like jade pushed her jade pushed her Mm -hmm. um she ends up going into the traffic as opposed to riley who's still safe on the side of the road with jade in her arms and then we kind of have right mia waking up and it's kind of like this time moving fast forwarding ghost world that she's in i guess yeah Um, and sort of out of body experience mm -hmm. she gets into the hospital and she's seeing flashes of everything like we're seeing riley get better Mm -hmm. and his face look normal again and um we're seeing her dad leaving the hospital and walking out and um we're seeing riley and them leave the hospital as well and the lights are all turning off and she's running 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 and she had that uh she runs to a mirror mm -hmm. right and then there's no reflection just like her nightmare we realize it's a reflection like when the doctor passes by but yeah she's not in it and then her fingers are all just like mangled yeah too which was really gross looking yeah um and then it goes like all the all you're right all those lights turn off and it goes pitch black and that's whenever and we she see runs to the her dad that's yeah right, her dad elevator. chasing her dad down to the elevator 
And yeah, but then that's when we see a table with a hand outstretched. Mm -hmm. And she goes and grabs this hand right when it says, talk to me. Mm -hmm. And she's now one of the spirits on the other side of the hand. Mm -hmm. And then she's there. And these people are obviously not English speaking. And they're saying a different language, talking a different language. And then he's like, I let you in. And she's like, (gasps) and then that's the end of the movie. Yep. 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 A pretty good way to end it. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. She's now a part of it, which is what they said. And then um, I guess we even earlier called Duckett's brother did mention that like, you know, eventually like if you stop messing with it, they let you, they, they get weaker with time. They get weaker and they let you go. So we can, I guess, explain that's what happened with Riley. Riley is, you know, but they were really playing and toying with her to get her to kill him. So that way they could keep his soul forever. Exactly. Um, which is pretty wild. There was a lot going on in the movie. Yeah. Um, whenever I first watched it, I was really like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. It's a different take or newer like version of like a, a spirit board movie. Um, I think all the actors did pretty good. Everybody was pretty believable. Even like the mom, Mia did a really good job. I feel like she sold a lot of the emotion on her face throughout the whole film, yeah. which was pretty good. She was very emotive. Mm-hmm. She um, did a great job. I liked everybody's accent throughout the whole movie to be. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, and I think that the plot like was pretty, I mean, it's only an hour and a half. So it, it it's like, it, it, it goes like, it's not, there's nothing that really snags it. It all kind of derives into the narrative somewhere, even I guess kind of meeting the brother Cole who kind of gave them nothing, but gave them something. I don't know. It, it kind of um, gave us a moment again between everybody getting back together and trying to figure out like making sense of all of everything Yeah, and coming up with the plan, even though that plan was kind of bad. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, um, overall, I think I would give this movie about four booze out of five, four, four. Yeah. I think it was pretty solid. I think it was above average than like a mid movie. Oh yeah. But I definitely do feel like there were some things that maybe could have been, um, better flexed out if that makes sense. But overall it was still really good. Uh, yeah, everybody did great. I liked the story. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty thrilling. Um, I would probably pay again just to have the experience in a movie theater as opposed to just watching it at home because mm-hmm. I feel like that added to it. Yeah. Do you have any fun facts? I do. Um, six hands were made for the movie should any of them happen to get damaged or broken. And uh-huh. director Danny Philip, how do you say his name? Filippo? Filippo, something like that, yeah. Kept one of the hands. Cool. Um, Danny and Michael Filippo turned down the chance to t- to direct an unknown film in the DCEU um, in oh. favor of having Talk to Me be their directorial film debut, which I think was probably a good good call good yeah. call on their part because that's like they're known for that. Then is like they did that as opposed to like being it's, a part of a bigger universe. Whenever so. I typed in Talk to Me, it's, mm-hmm. it's the number three most searched horror film. That's awesome. Good for them. On yeah. like the internet right now. Yeah. Which is still. And the DCEU is 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 dying. <laughs> yeah. Nobody watches DC movies. Everybody's no. into Marvel. Yeah. 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 Well, also because they're just not very good. They're not that great. Yeah. The comics are good. Mm-hmm. DC comics are good. but Better than Marvel? No. Mm. But they're good. <laughs> well, and I just think that's a whole, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's, of course, all just opinion. Yeah. But it sa- this says, 
Um, except for a couple of grip rig shots, the entire second possession scene montage was shot in less than one hour. That like montage of all of them getting. Oh, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's pretty cool. That really means they put acted, put out their acting chops and mm-hmm. got into makeup and stuff. I mean, she and, was speaking French and everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was singing it. That was that was cool. Well, I, I don't liked know. It. it sounded like her voice. It could have been a dubbed, but that really did sound like her voice like, yeah. just in French. I yeah. believe that she can yeah. speak French. Yeah, I believe it. Um, at least for that part. At least re- remember some lines. Which yeah, is, sounds believable to me. And have a good accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, do, 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 do. When asked if he would make a sequel, Danner, director Danny Filippo said, oh, my God, yes, at A24 would need the first one to be successful, though. So help me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little tweet that he Worked had. Worked out. Um, and then Danny Filippo co-wrote the film with Raka 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 Raka. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Collaborator Bill Hinsman. Um, the team was joined by producer Samantha Jennings and Krista Satan mm-hmm. or Katen, C E Y T O N. So mm-hmm. who knows? I don't know. From Causeway Films, who made the Baba Duke. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, little connection there. So that is neat. And the um, horror industry. I think for me, this film didn't really live up. To, I felt like it was so overhyped. Mm-hmm. I, I do still, I did still thoroughly enjoy this film. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked all the shots and everything like that. It did feel very more like art film, mm-hmm. um, like it was there at a film festival. Choices. Yeah, and stuff. So I really enjoyed that. But with people saying that it was like better than Hereditary mm. and Midsummer mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, I was yeah. expecting I was expecting a shit ton from this movie. Gotcha. So my expectations were like through the roof. And then I watched it and was like, That's not this was not I better expected. than hereditary mm-hmm. or midsummer, in my opinion. Yeah. But that, um, I mean that is all opinion though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And um in my opinion, it just wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. Um I do still think it was a fantastic film though, and I would recommend this film to anyone and I'd watch it again. Uh, easily i'd love to watch it again just mm-hmm. to you know, at it again yeah and not mm-hmm. be taking notes and stuff through it yeah and not having to pause it and just being able to enjoy it mm-hmm. and i think it would be a rather enjoyable film to watch again um it had some really scary moments like that feet sucking scene the yeah. grandma crawl- crawling on the floor and stuff yeah scary as shit mm-hmm. was not a fan yeah. I mean, I was a fan, but I was not. A, if that was it happening was to me in real life, yeah, I would be shitting my pants. Yeah. Um. So I think I would have to probably give this film a four, two. Four. Yeah. Four as well. I mean, it's pretty solid. It's a great, great. Um, it just wasn't a five in my book. It was a pretty good story. Yeah, it was. I maybe just needed, maybe honestly, if they've been tacked on like a good. 20-ish 30 more minutes i wouldn't mind if and then it could be like a fully more fleshed out story yeah of kind of connecting more maybe dots a little giving bit us more some more background what happened at the end too mm-hmm. yeah like maybe too. seeing riley's recovery a little bit more mm-hmm. or something a, it kind of maybe felt a little rushed right there at the end yeah yeah kind of like they wrapped things up very quickly yeah yeah I could but it, it was also like it was also like what it would be like in a dream state or like living. We don't know, like in her ghost realm, the probably time works differently, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. who knows? That was a cool artistic take mm-hmm. on that. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing more of what happened with Riley mm-hmm. and them. 
Um, so hopefully they do that in the sequel or something. To yeah. Give us a little bit more details. Who knows? But definitely we'll be watching the sequel when it comes out. I'd yeah. be interested in seeing it. Um, but yeah, that's it's 2022 it. slash 23's Talk to Me. And uh, yeah, the like always, we're in the lovely Rogue Media Network studio. That's right. They take great care of us. And you can listen to our podcast and a lot of other podcasts on their website at RogueMediaNetwork.com. And then you can also listen to us or all of the other amazing podcasts all in um, a couple different places wherever you get your podcasts, but the biggest two being Spotify and also Apple. And wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like, and subscribe. That's right. Because that's the only way we can get ahead in this world. Mm -hmm. And if you're following along with our spooky month of October, um, just know that we'll be covering Barbarian next. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a listener request from our friend Nancy. Yes. And so we'll be talking about that. So if you want to let us know your thoughts on Barbarian, please do so. And we'll love to read it out loud. Mm -hmm. And where where can they do that at? They can do that all in one central place, and that is Instagram at... At Boobays Podcast, at B-O-O-B-A-E-S, because we're your Boobays, not your Boo Babes. Uh-huh. And until next time, you guys. Bye, Bays. Bye, Bays. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.